welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and rejects women with the same diamond bracelet for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. I'm Alicia Thayer. <laughs> and God I'm Emma Rodriguez. <laughs> and today we are talking about uh, Agent Carter Season 1, Episode 6, A Sin to Air, which originally premiered on February 20th, 2015. And as always, here's our little summary to follow. Uh, Carter believes that the spy that stole Tark's technology is a woman. The SSR now knows that P- Carter is helping Stark. There's a new spy in the agency. Bum, bum, dun, dun, bum. Dun. I feel like that one is a little too short considering the episode, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, before, really quickly, before we actually move on, uh, I just uh-huh. want to say uh, we wrote that down wrong. Uh, this episode premiered February 10th, not the 20th. Oh, ah. okay. So. Good to know. So I, that I just totally read the my phone out. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. I have a I have a really bad joke for the next episode, and I knew the day was off, so that's that's the only reason I knew. But and I'm sure okay. no one actually cares. Some Someone people cares. might. <laughs> we care. We care. <laughs> sort of. I'll just choose to believe you there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we start off the episode with I guess a Leviathan induction. Is yeah. that supposed to be introduction, Tony? No, induction, like uh, inducting them into a club. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, um, yeah, we get that scene, the flashback scene of uh, Leviathan uh, bringing Ivchevko, Ivchef- uh, the doctor, into uh-huh. their ranks. And then they have that one guy who's just like, he says, well, if anyone wants to leave, tell me now and it's fine. And the guy was like, "I want to leave." And he's like, "I got a family and kids. Can can I <laughs> yeah. go? Can I can, yeah, like, can I can I not suffer consequences for this?" I'm like, "This is the '40s, but there were movies. You knew the bad guy was going to kill you." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this he's was like, not sh- going to end well for you. <laughs> no, you shut up. <laughs> you shut up, and you go through the induction, and then you escape later. <laughs> you yeah, it's like you hopefully find that. a way to get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is, has this ever like in any kind of media movie tv show book etc has has that ever actually not gone bad for the person who leaves um uh, natasha and Clint. No, uh i think he means like when someone they all go yeah. hey do, if anyone wants out now you can go now and then they don't kill them <laughs> like this mm-hmm. actual scene yeah. Natasha escaped, but I don't think it was because they volunteered to oh, let no, her leave no. if she wanted no, to. No, no, they still tried to kill her. <laughs> uh, even, even in the uh, just... 1998 Avengers, when they're all dressed as bears, they could not oh, escape. <laughs> no. I didn't want to bring that up, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> but yeah, this this even happened. I was watching a Power Rangers episode the other day, and that exact same Good thing happened. Power so Rangers. even children know, like at a young age, to. You don't uh, say crap. Yeah, exactly. Nope. <laughs> I like I like that scene though. If anyone wants to go, they could leave now and say, "I want to go." All right, there's yeah. the door. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't don't, a great power. Don't tell episode, anybody. But... <laughs> yeah, don't tell anybody. We kidnapped you, put bags over your head, and then revealed it to you and said, "Hey, if you want to go, you're good." Yet, yeah, no, that's never gonna happen. Come on, let's face <laughs> it. Uh, but after that, we get kind of a uh, Peggy, kind of sort of interrogating the doctor guy. Because I'm not going to try to pronounce his name either. Let's face it. Um, <laughs> um, and 
Chief Dooley gets annoyed with her, pulls her out of the room, and she basically gets permission to follow what she wants to. Yeah, chase that feeling in her gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, he does ruin it though. He ruins it by using some casual sexism, saying, "Look at that! You can't keep your mouth shut when you right. try." Right? Uh, I was so annoyed with that. I was like, "God damn it! Couldn't just give her the good. win." No. <laughs> No. So do do either of you think that he genuinely like believed her or was he just trying to get her out of the way? I think he believed or at least trusted her a little bit after what happened in Russia. The stories he hears from Thompson. Yeah, because she, he's she's got Thompson back in her now. Yeah, Does and she? Cause, yeah, cause, I mean, I mean more we, so. we haven't seen anything, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, but uh, he does talk about how I don't think I'm not sure if it's this scene or if it's a later scene, but he talks about what she proved herself in Russia and stuff like that, like just a little comment. So okay. he must have heard it from Thompson. But also, if he doesn't believe her, he would not have let her go. He would have made her get coffee. <laughs> That's true. true. Okay. Yeah. We, and we there had to be a report entire... filed about it, so I'm sure he read that. Yeah. I, I have some questions on that, Well, uh, but I'm going to bring that up later in this episode. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep on listening, folks. There's a little teaser. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we get Peggy in the diner again. And she's talking to her <laughs> friend whose name I suddenly don't remember. Um, Angie. Angie, thank you. And I don't know why they continue this charade. Because at this point, it is a charade. Because at least Angie knows about their meetings. Which means anybody that's watching them knows that those two are there at the same time and always sit back to back. Come on. Uh, That was my note as well. (laughs) I'm just like, if Angie can figure it out, everyone can figure it out. Right? (laughs) It's not even that. It's Carter, like, flat out told her, like, oh, I'm meeting with a friend oh, here's my friend pointing out Jarvis. And so Angie right. walks away, and then Jarvis sits in the booth behind her. So, like, anyone with an earshot now knows she's meeting Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you've got to think, I mean, this is 1947. James Bond hasn't started yet. He doesn't know how spies work. He hasn't seen the movies. <laughs> so he, he must think no one will ever figure it out, because why would anyone talk to someone's back or mm-hmm. face away from someone? Yeah. Uh, in this little scene, we find out that it was because of the battle of Fanau that uh, Stark decided to build his vault of crazy stuff. Still right. not destroying his bad babies. Nope. We still don't know what, what happened at the battle of Fanau, really. Like, we know that people are ended up dead, but yeah. we don't know why. And then uh, we get uh, the idea that it was probably a woman who infiltrated, at least Peggy's idea. Right, Peggy's idea and, before that, and then um, he's like, "We need a list of every woman that Stark has slept with in the last year." And he's like, and... "That there isn't enough ink for that." And I was I'm... like, "Oh my god, I'm really worried about how many STDs Howard Stark is carrying because uh-huh. you know they they didn't care about protection back then, <laughs> or how many brothers and sisters, half brothers and half sisters that um." that uh tony oh has. no i'm pretty sure he cared about that he's a multi-millionaire if he's anything like tony he's careful about that shit uh, he seems somebody... like even 
more of a womanizer than Tony was. Yeah, but somebody <laughs> had somebody had to teach Tony about being super careful about that, and I'm betting it was Howard. It wasn't his mother. I don't know. I I I'm not sure if I was going to talk about it in this episode or next episode, probably this episode. But it makes me curious what kind of woman his mom is, how uh, Tony's mom is to make Howard settle down. Just I'm like, still betting he didn't. He didn't settle down? Oh god, no. Um I'm I mean, betting he had flings on the side. Maybe. He I mean, he seems more responsible in his shield days at least when he's uh i forget the actor's name but you know in ant-man and in uh civil war when we see flashbacks to him mm-hmm. at least but we saw we saw flashbacks of him in during the uh time that he's in war well and no i'm saying seen... when he's when he's well, older because yeah, he yeah because he, he's i mean younger in in that in that spot but like even in what was it iron man 2 when, when we see yeah. some like some videos of him too he's when pretty he's pretty much walt disney yeah yeah, at that point, yeah. Did did Walt Disney ever have any um, extramarital affairs? I'm, I'm curious now because if they just oh, modeled him after, look. after that, you know. <laughs> I, I I don't remember. I mean, I read a biography of Walt Disney, and but it was like an official authorized biography. So I'm wondering if he had anything that negative. Would they actually put that in that biography? Uh-huh. Was it written while he was alive? Do you know? No, actually, hold on. I have it on my shelf behind me. If I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> it was written in a year. 1994. So about 30 years after he died. Oh, okay. So then that's that's probably a bit more uh, romanticized, usually. Kind of how that works, is my assumption. Yeah. Yeah, and I bought it in Disneyland. It oh, says the okay. official uh, D23, the official Disneyland fan club on the back. So I'm pretty sure if mm-hmm. there was something super negative, they would not have it in there. Right. I uh, mean, but they did go into his like uh, anti um, anti union stuff, which was like a huge deal where he came out on the bad side of that. So, I mean, that's probably other. I mean, unless he had uh, extramarital affairs, that's probably the worst thing that Disney did. With the anti-union stuff, mm-hmm. I think this is going to take Which, a little more research than we have time for. So, so yeah. any listeners, if you'd like to let us know, because we'll probably forget, uh, let us know. Send us a, something on Twitter or or a review. That's probably not a good spot for that. Let's go with Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or leave a review. That works too. Yep, we could always use some more of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I was like, and <laughs> onwards. Um, who the heck is Sheldon McPhee? McPhee. Okay, I'm glad you know because I was like, I looked at that note and I went, I'm terrible with names Remember, anyway. He, he he's the guy who uh, he's the guy that he visited in prison, but he's also the guy oh. who I mentioned like 1,200 times in that episode oh, a few weeks ago. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, let's not do that again. Just I, I actually you... didn't have. I didn't have any notes under the line, uh, the return of Sheldon McPhee. I was just excited that he was back and I could say McPhee a few more times. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, uh, we, uh, from there, we get Jarvis and Peggy going to find the women that 
Stark has slept with in the last six months. Which apparently mm-hmm. the list is surprisingly short. Because they I go don't to know the... if we see everybody. <laughs> no, no. Well, he said well, he the... he said he sends one of those bracelets to every one of the women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then yeah, we find out that a lot of them can be crossed off right away because they're high profile actresses or something like that. Exactly. Which got me my uh, favorite line in the movie, where he's talking about um kicking ginger rogers out who's actually a famous actress in the real world oh really (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um and he he goes her eyes uh, were the darkest gates of the abyss Mm -mm -mm. i'm just like and then uh, you look up ginger rogers and she was like you know one of those singing dancing type people of the 40s and 50s so you would not think of her as evil though she was in a movie because i looked up her filmography in about what eight years later nine years later in 1954 um called the black widow so i'm thinking she is also in the red room program and she's a top person on my suspect list as of right now (laughs) (laughs) she was just a little too profile high profile at the time to to go after stark was that it exactly also, look for her in um, the Black Widow movie that Marvel's making, because I'm pretty sure it will be a direct sequel. Jesus. <laughs> uh... She died 20 years ago, so I doubt yeah, I was like, it will I be don't, the same somehow, actress. I don't think this is actually possible. <laughs> we'll see. So, But anyway, so we get them basically going off on a hunt to find the women with the bracelet for which Peggy wants to check their wrists because she remembers that the women assassin she saw or at least the area she saw uh, had them handcuffed to the bed and she says that must be a really hard habit to break. Well sure as shit don't we know somebody that does that? Dottie! Mm-hmm. So is this the first time we're hearing about the scar? Because like in the previous episode, we had seen the the handcuffs a lot. Mm-hmm. Like they they were really driving that point home. But the scar, like we didn't know about that until now, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Believe I just so. wanted to make sure. Just wanted yeah. to make sure this wasn't one of those times where I wasn't actually paying attention. So, no. Okay. As far as I know, we hadn't actually heard about that. So, uh, but from there we get Dottie go uh, arriving basically across the street from the quote-unquote phone company where we know Peggy to work. And she goes up to a bunch of floors and enters basically a dentist's office. And I'm pretty sure that guy isn't just being overtly friendly. He's a perv. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got what... Well, yeah, he probably got what he deserved. I was gonna say I don't know Didn't. that he got what he deserved, but uh, he's <laughs> definitely he's definitely did uh, did deserve a, a notch in his no, face. Yeah, I was like he definitely deserved being hit at least once. But what yeah, what Dottie does to him, holy crap! You 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 notice I hesitated. He got what he okay. I'm going with it. He got what he deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it was interesting um, because, like, right after his line, you know, I'm, I'm looking for someone who who will go the extra mile, um, and she she really did go the, the extra mile oh, in yeah, a very she... different direction. Yes. But, uh, yeah, oof, that's a uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, um, yeah. She uh, not only does she get him into the chair in a very violent way, but at least breaking his arm 
and I'm sure some other parts. Um, <laughs> but she takes what the drill, the dentist drill, and I I don't know for yeah. sure. And I'm pretty sure she just straight up lobotomizes him. Because if you see uh, him I'm later, sure he's only got blood coming out of his eye, and his eye's not gone. But he's dead, so pretty sure lobotomized. And murdered yeah. that way. And using my least favorite sound in the world. Is oh, right? Drill. Oh, so, I hate like, that I... noise. I hate that noise. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, but from there, she basically takes over that office and goes to the window and we see her putting together what I assume is a sniper rifle at first. The more I see it, the less I'm like, uh, do you actually have a function besides what you're doing with that? Or is that just like a pretend lucky thing? Because if you're going to do that, why not just get a, a scope and a flashlight? <laughs> yeah. Um. In the next episode, she has a sniper rifle. You can actually see it. Mm-hmm. Well, she puts one, something she together. She puts she puts what looks like it's a sniper rifle together. I don't know if that's the actual function of it, and it just has the scope and the little flashlight thing as an added bonus. But I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I'm not sure about the flashlight, but I know uh, sniper rifles come with scopes, right? Or else they wouldn't be very good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was probably like multifunctioning, right? Like just in case something happens, it's probably good to have a gun. Um, if she gets spotted, uh, or if she needs to, like, take someone out, who's there? Like, if, if all of a sudden uh, Ivchenko says, hey, I need you to kill someone over here, wait, 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 probably wait, wait. a good You're idea to have it. skipping too far ahead. <laughs> You're skipping too far ahead. We haven't got that yet. <laughs> then I'll wait. You're spoiling that part. I was going to do a whole lead up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> <clears throat> it's all right. <clears throat> I can still do it. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Anybody that's that's listening to us probably has seen the episode already. Um, but anyway, yeah, I hope we... so. Otherwise, this is really confusing. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, these people used to only listen to us uh, for the Wikipedia summaries, and now they're just pissed off every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very short list, and I'll get to that. <laughs> I mean, even if you put in the whole Wikipedia summary in our lead up, it's still like only like five minutes at most. <laughs> uh, hey, a download's a download. I... However they want to listen, I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, so we see her basically looking across the way to uh, where Chief Dooley and the doctor guy are chatting. And we see him asking about opening up the window, which mm-hmm. is given and we see her pointing at him like she's going to murder him. And I'm like, oh, no, she's going to silence him. She doesn't want him to say anything that could potentially hurt Leviathan. And then you see him make some form of motion, I think. I had a really hard time catching it. The first hand motion yeah, he makes. Yeah, he's doing Morse code. Is it? It's like a tap or a dash. So yeah. I had an issue with that because uh, the first time you see him writing a message to her it is not morse code he's literally like writing in circles sort of thing which isn't morse code it would be tap and yet later he does the dashed line but he's actually writing that first time which seems silly if you're just gonna switch to morse code later but whatever well on one hand it's better because um don't you think that 
at least some of these agents know Morse code. If you had a different code, then you'd be harder to figure out what they're saying. Oh, no, I get that. But I'm pretty sure that he's just writing the first time, which would be really easy yeah. to figure out. So, yeah, yeah I, I was wondering about that, too. I was thinking maybe he was like doing some sort of like a. Like, you know how when you see a movie or something and you have two spies who meet and they have the code word? Oh, wait, in the previous episode, right? Um, who was it? Dum Dum Dugan forgot the code word and then yeah, <laughs> Carter and team were supposed to say. So I, I wonder if it was that kind of thing. He was supposed to start doing something and then the other person was supposed to start with their the flashlight, right? The on and off in, in a way. Right. And then, mm -hmm. then they actually begin the message. But she um, seems... But what was startled the first time he does the gesture. Like, she has to double check him. To make sure, like, I, I assume she was really there to kill him the first part. Mm, yeah, she's definitely, like, it leads us to believe that, but I definitely don't think she was ever there to kill him. Oh, yeah. I, I think she's been working with him since, I mean, it is all part of their plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, My issue with this is that whether it's Morse code or some other type of code, they're giving messages in english shouldn't it be russian right wouldn't that be a lot easier or better for them yeah you would think yeah i had the same thought <laughs> but that's the whole thing with or like even maybe um, uh, some different language why not like morse code in german or you know chinese or something i don't i don't remember how many morse code languages there are but uh there's there's probably a, a lot of those or latin morse code latin yeah that might be one yeah, I think this comes down to kind of like the uh, in the first Avenger when all the Nazis speak English. It's just like a little convenient. <laughs> <laughs> right. They also what what kind of bothered me maybe a little bit was um, they they communicated in full sentences, it seems. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like if you're in Morse code, you could probably skip something. So I think at some point he said like new directive, kill Peggy Carter. Right. Or something like that. Yeah, right. Something about killing just... Peggy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Why not just, um, kill Carter or something like that like, like make, make it less. I, I feel like, like if he, if something happened and he got uh, distracted or, you know, got pulled away from the window for some reason, mm -hmm. there goes half the thing. Kill P. Hmm. Mm. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, but on the other hand, if he had to stop at Kill Carter and he just writes Kill Car, she might like disassemble the, their escape vehicle or something like that. Well, if it was screwed. Kill Peggy Carter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the full message, I, I believe, I didn't write it down, so I don't know for sure, was uh, need more time to get the item, new directive, kill Peggy Carter. Yeah, like what Al said, it's like need more time, kill Carter, mm -hmm. much quicker. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we probably missed the whole first half of it, just like him asking her how her day was, and them just right, <laughs> the boring crap. How? Yeah, how? How's the apartment? Uh, mm -hmm. Is that overbearing lady um, causing you too much trouble? All that stuff. Where she had like four pages of notes from him, <laughs> right? All right, so from there, we see then that uh, that the doctor guy basically manipulates, starts to uh, hypnotize Chief Dooley, which 
is not going to go well. But luckily, Seuss intervenes by knocking on the door saying he has something important that cannot wait. Mm -hmm. But yeah, out of curiosity, for later, if you're going to hypnotize people, why not forget make them forget that they were hypnotized and that they helped you at all? It's a thing. I know I it's a thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it might not be foolproof enough. I... I, I mean, from from what we see later on, I know I'm skipping ahead, but it, it seems like it doesn't matter, given the way he does hip, hypnoti hip uh, hypnosis. Because mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a thing. Like when when uh, you know people hypnotize someone, um, like in real life. Uh, from what I've read, it's 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 like one of those things where um, you kind of have to be okay with it and like right. you're not going to do something like that you don't want to like yeah like i imagine if i was under you know hypnosis and someone said okay now go kill this person i don't think i'm gonna do that mm -hmm. it's Depends never it happened is. to me so yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not gonna happen but versus this guy like maybe that's the different rules i don't know it's it's Marvel. It's they they have special yeah, special powers. Yeah. Right. It's that's definitely like, super powered hypnosis. Right. It's like that's why I was wondering if you're gonna do that, why just not make people forget? But anyway, um from there we see that Peggy and Jarvis have uh figured out basically who it was, though they don't know where she went because they discover she's no longer living where she was. Um and we see them chatting in the diner where I believe Angie works. Um Mm -hmm. And they find out that nope, girl paid in cash, uh, always paid on time, left without a forwarding address. So they don't basically have any leads. Uh, but while they're doing that, they Peggy notices that the diner's being emptied, and she recites some sort of code for isolating the uh, suspect, sort of thing. So she knows basically that her cover's been blown. Yeah. Um. We get that uh, quick fight where Peggy takes out six people and Jarvis takes out two of them. For which we find out some of them end up in the hospital, which means Peggy is way awesome and uh, totally justified yeah, I mean, in like the handcuffing her later because <laughs> she yeah, she put I mean, those, like six guys in the hospital and all of them are like, "What do you wait? What do you mean? It's a girl." <laughs> So did rewatching this scene, like, um, and I, I've been doing this with other Marvel things recently, mm -hmm. but um, like this fight right here, the entire thing that kept going through my head was, wow, this is actually a really good fight scene. It's really cool. This is better than probably all fight scenes in uh, Iron Fist. Um, <laughs> wow, I have not seen Iron Fist, so I can make no comparison. <laughs> Okay. Well, you'll be happy to know I, when I went to uh, San Diego for Comic Con, they showed clips of Iron Fist, and the fighting looks a hell of a lot better. For season two, so yeah, season two <laughs> comes out September seventh. Okay. So yeah, there there yeah. was a trailer that released, and it looked it, they didn't really show a lot of fighting, but uh, it looked decent. But uh, yeah, I'm I have hopes uh, since they're doing mm -hmm. another season that they you know probably took those complaints and make it better but yeah yeah anyway back to carter like this was actually a really good fight scene like this was something i was hoping for more of but all of her fight scenes have just been over too quick i guess mm -hmm. well, yeah 
Because <laughs> she's only fighting one person those times, not seven. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> she knocks out Thompson and then basically walks past Sousa after telling Jarvis she'll meet him somewhere because she's going back for Steve's blood. Yeah, let's just talk about Thompson for a second. Okay. You know that Peggy just took out six guys, possibly eight, because he didn't know that Jarvis would probably took out the other two. Right. So he can assume that she just took out eight guys. Mm-hmm. Why would you get in reach of her? Right. <laughs> or why? Well, yeah. Why would <laughs> like you get so close? Thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> like cops nowadays, like get down on the ground. There's a reason for that, so they can't kung fu the gun out of their hands like most people would do <laughs> again everybody except for peggy sucks in the ssr mm-hmm. accurate <laughs> oh yeah and eventually she leaves to start shield so that's what happened to ssr they just like dissolved because peggy wasn't there anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. they did they were kind of stupid after they got they went to go find her like let's face it <laughs> but they go back back to uh they basically head out to the griffith where she's been living um leaving mm-hmm. the doctor and agent i'm not gonna Yuck. yeah i was Yuck. like i was like i don't want to pronounce that i'm gonna screw it up Yuck. thank you <laughs> or it's yuck no like he called i can't remember it's like it's pronounced yuck but he says yuck or something like right. that because he F's it up <laughs> and which we know is not going to be good considering the doctor already tried to hypnotize uh chief Dooley and got interrupted so leaving him permanently with a i'm gonna guess a baby agent because let's face it <laughs> the term is red shirt <laughs> <laughs> uh accurate <laughs> <laughs> hey look another named agent right nothing bad's going to happen to oh <laughs> <laughs> so uh we see him so, so before before we move on yeah um like be- before I, th- I think we got to this um th- there was a part of Dooley um being like super surprised no one could actually bring carter in. right <laughs> and uh, like I, I i understand you know normally when you're gonna send eight people to arrest a single person it, it works out like usually that's good but th- this had me thinking did no one actually read her file like i would have imagined right. Dooley would have at least skimmed it a little before carter showed up and like it makes me think that he he didn't like he didn't do any research on her before she joined because it, it would make sense c- considering the entire time he's just had her being a secretary because as she says in the next episode she's like a lost little kitten dropped on his doorstep to protect so he didn't want to think of us or anything else yeah exactly which also then made me think what's in her file like does she have awards for doing things like how many missions did she actually go on because we we never see her going on a lot of missions even in captain america so so I'm, i'm really curious what actually was in her uh in her file but anyway, that has nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just wanted to bring up that the whole thing about Dooley, like being super surprised, even when Thompson was was saying, like, "Yeah, eight? You sure? Only eight? Right? <laughs> probably could have, <laughs> like, like maybe maybe a few more, like eighteen, eight. How about everybody in here, it, except for Yach, because he's got to watch um, the doctor. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Again, we can move on to the, the thing now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's <Thank> cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we see the agent, the agent red shirt get uh, hypnotized. <laughs> and he's laying mm-hmm. out basically the whole floor plan for the SSR. And yeah. we know that at this point that we the doctor wants something out of stark stuff which shouldn't be a surprise but we're surprised to find out that chief dooley is locked down the lab to the point where no one but him's allowed to get close which yeah, seems him pretty and smart we know the scientists are still in there well yeah but but yeah but nobody really but him's allowed to get close which is not a bad idea considering someone actually had a good idea in the ssr i know right we'll see, we'll see how long that lasts yeah that probably won't last long but it's entertaining to think about mm-hmm. but um well, it's weird it, it feels like that that good idea was just there as a plot device oh right yeah <laughs> accurate um but anyway we do find out that once he figures that out he wants to know where the exits are so he can get out quickly. Mm-hmm. And then he sends the Agent Red Shirt out to grab his stuff, leave for the day, go to his favorite bar, and walk into the middle of the street to get hit. Yeah, I read a little almost funny thing about this, but it's like, um, it's the, in the um, behind the scenes thing, they wanted to get a bus. <laughs> but they could not get um a bus from the for- well they could get a bus from the 40s but they could not get to go fast enough to look like it would kill a person so that's why they used the truck ah uh, i see <laughs> that's terrible but funny <laughs> well maybe she was this guy was a terrible person and was like a bully and mean to everybody and made everybody wear pink on Tuesdays and no no one else has seen Mean Girls when she gets by the Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I totally did not think that's what you were referencing. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't entirely sure <laughs> but, that's what you were referencing because I assume most guys haven't seen a lot of things that... Oh, was... Mean Girls is a great movie. I, it's a lovely <laughs> yeah, movie. Awesome. I absolutely love that movie. But I just had to make sure because you never know. Some guys are like, oh, it's a girl movie. I won't tell you how many... No, it was an awesome movie. Yeah, I will not tell you how many times... It is times so fetch. I... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no stop trying to be back fetch so, it's not gonna happen <laughs> so so now i'm really upset now i wish agent yauk yach now i wish this agent was around more maybe, maybe <laughs> we could have gotten some other story like of the other the new agent who's in town and is trying to take over this this agent's <laughs> stuff I don't, I don't know i'm trying to reference the same movie but i i can't do it yep. nope. well. you're, okay. you're, you're, i think you're losing that one yep sorry we, we yep. need the the youch netflix show where it's when souza first comes in and he's bullying souza that's not nice which actually you think Th- thompson would be the guy who would be um rachel mcadams character i can't remember <laughs> her name because he's a bully this guy, he's kind of stupid. He seems like a Gretchen mm-hmm. or and then Amanda Seyfried's character. I can't remember. I I was doing so well. I shouldn't have brought up character names. But, 
Yeah, I don't I got nothing for that. Do do we know does does this agent actually die? I actually don't remember. Yeah. Or is he just Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's dead. He is? Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, never mind. Okay. Yep, unfortunately. I know they they say something in the next episode, but I don't remember. Okay. Yep, he dies, unfortunately. Um so from there uh we don't really get much more of the doctor for the moment. But we see, we go to where the agents are infiltrating the Griffith, where Peggy has just just retrieved the blood, out, the Steve's blood out of the wall as they're coming up the hall to her room after the caretaker of the Griffith is having a fit about men being <laughs> above the first floor. Oh my goodness, I laughed. Um, but anyway, <laughs> she goes and hides out the window, but Seuss is still convinced she's there. Like, what evidence does he have besides his gut? Like, I'm, I'm a little, like, iffy on that. Let's face it. I don't know. I do wonder, are, are ledges to buildings really that crumbly? Because it happens in a lot of movies and TV. It does. <laughs> I was just watching one last night. Same shit happened. I was like, um, yeah. No. I'm, I don't know. I I would never climb out on a ledge. And you'd think that ledges aren't made for people to stand on, so I, they might be crumbly. But right. It seems to happen every time. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I'm I'm with you. I'm like um, but uh. Well, what's what's actually falling off? Like in this case, wasn't it just stone? Like that should have been attached to the wall. Like if yes. if it was that crumbly on the edge, wouldn't that mean that the wall itself also has problems? Yes, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay then. So yeah, maybe maybe that was it. Maybe maybe the wall of the entire apartment building like was bad. Well, and in we... two or three years, it all collapses. Well, we know that it uh, has holes in it and blood coming or within the walls, so it's probably not structurally sound. Right. But that's only in Peggy's room. <laughs> <laughs> or just outside Peggy's room. So it's hers and Angie's room. Because <laughs> we get the agents not only in her room, but we see her kind of cinching over to Angie's room where Angie finds her. Only to be discovered that the agents are going to her room to find out anything they can from her. Mm -hmm. And she plays up her acting. And <laughs> yes. basically gets the guys to be uncomfortable and to leave because she starts crying. It's the Peggy Carter method. Be womanly and scare the men. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at that point, uh, she lets Peggy in and helps her. And mm -hmm. Peggy starts to escape to encounter Dottie. Yep. And we found out that Dottie did, in fact, steal her lipstick. Yeah. And we find out that Peggy is not immune to the lipstick, so that no. <laughs> causes a whole bunch of more problems when it comes to how that lipstick works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which ends up with her on the floor as Dottie's about to do stuff, do, about to basically kill her. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then she gets discovered and is quick about putting her knife away. Yeah. It's almost like she trained for this. I know, right? <gasps> <laughs> So, all right. Anything else for you guys to add? Yes. First time Go ever. Yes. <laughs> uh, going way back because we kind of skipped over it. Oh, my bad. I hated the scene with Jarvis and the little kid outside of the person's apartment. Right. Where... It was so stupid. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is the most pointless. If the kid came back and it's like his dad was a cop or something like that, 
it might have been worth it. But it's like it was completely pointless. They realized they were like a minute and a half short in the episode, and they had to add something. <laughs> That's yeah, that it. Was, yeah, I, that was stupid. I, I, had, I had the same thought. Like, it, it's is it just kind of showing that Jarvis is a an awkward person? Because we, we already know that. he's bad at yeah, talking like, to we women. We already knew that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, like, do, do they just want to remind us? Was that it? Yeah, I, I mean, so. we know eventually he's not bad with kids because he probably pretty much raised uh, Tony. Yeah. So, unless it was a different Jarvis, the a robot Jarvis <laughs> could be a robot. Nah. Could have been. Uh, uh, I was making a bad joke about this the other day. The uh, uh, what if something happens to him and. Um, Howard Stark hires a new butler and names that butler Jarvis. <laughs> this guy's Just name isn't Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah. <laughs> his, his name used to be Edwin McPhee. And then... <laughs> <laughs> maybe. That doesn't sound very butlery. Well, maybe it's something stupid like Alfred or something. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible <laughs> name. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> what's... what's um, what is... Alfred the Butler. What's his first or last name? Is Alfred his last name or is I'm not sure. Alfred, uh, his no, first it's, name. Uh, Alfred is his first name. Um, it's his last name is Pennyworth. something English. Yeah, there you go. Pennyworth. Okay, you're right. I can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we've got that mystery solved, I'm good. <laughs> all right, Al. Same here. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. So, all right, alrighty. That's um, it. Cool. All right, everyone. Um, so feel free to listen next week when we talk about uh, Agent Carter season one, episode number seven, uh, the second to last episode of the season, Snafu. Ooh. And as always, please remember to uh, follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, we have a female assassin with sleepy lipstick. That somehow magically works. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agent Carter Season 1, Episode 6, A Sin to Air. Signing off. Have a marvelous day.